0: is a team that we don't care
1: for. Something, something, <clears throat> bro. With Lord Latimore Volkman, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Ah! Yeah. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch in this week 17 edition. We've almost made it. There's four quarters left of 2020 brand Broncos football. We all deserve a medal. We all deserve a steak dinner for enduring (laughs) this season. The focus isn't exactly on the Chargers uh, that we just, to whom we just lost, or the Raiders to whom we are about to play on Sunday. It seems like social media, Twitter, Facebook, everybody is consuming themselves either defending Drew Locke or persecuting him. Where do we fall on that scale, uh, Tim? Are you are you are you pro Drew Lock, anti Drew
2: Lock, or uh, somewhere? In- Depending on the week, you know, I'm all three, but uh, I think. <laughs> Sure. Mostly
1: on Sundays, you're anti, and then you kind of come around <laughs>
2: yep, yep. <laughs> towards the, the later part of the week. It's it, currently, it's kind of in that in between. So by Thursday, I'll start being more pro-lock and then, you know, be hyped again. But I mean, <coughs> the real thing, the real, the real news here is they're probably going to stick with Drew Locke, um, through 2021 and, you know, we'll all be on the same page this time next year, no matter what happens.
1: That's negative. Well, anti- well, no, it could
2: be positive. Drew Locke, hater guy. We could all be like, he is the one, or he's, we're going to be like, we want a quarterback. It, we're all going to be on the same page this time next year. Lori, what do you think?
0: About which thing? What, oh, Where I am with Locke? <laughs> or About I how much Rocker you disliked country?
1: him. <laughs> His opinion, I mean.
0: I am actually fine with rolling with Drew Locke in 2021, unless we make some ungodly trade to get Trevor Lawrence. I don't feel like any other quarterback, and I can't say I really have studied this. I just imagine we're probably in the same boat if we get a, if we get one of the other rookies where it's a project that will take a little bit of time and we'll be going through the same growing pains. So fine, maybe, if Justin Fields or Trey Lance looks really, really good and we think he's going to be fine his first year, then go with it. Otherwise, I am not in favor of... Bringing in a retread quarterback and trying to make that work as some sort of stopgap until whenever. All that does, as we've seen the last five years, is it delays the inevitable growing pains that you're going to have to do with a rookie at some point.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can kiss Trevor Lawrence goodbye because the Jaguars' official Twitter account, as soon as they secure the number one overall pick, Replied to a fan with Trevor Lawrence in a skinned Jaguars jersey. So <laughs> I don't think they're going to trade out of that, uh, no matter what you offer. <laughs> so that, that dream's gone.
1: All right. right. So, uh, how do you feel about Matt Stafford or Gardner Minshew or any of these other, like, Flacco esque, like,
2: retread kind of like. Well, Matt Stafford's they're not... not a Joe Flacco. What? Joe Flacco had five quarters and became. Joe Flacco's got a ring. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> out of all the options out there for a veteran free agent he's probably the only one that would take the job from drew lock and be better a better quarterback all season but long. how much better like
1: i mean
0: and for how much nine longer? and seven
1: and what and for and for for what cost i mean it's it's like i'd rather spend the money on drew lock and underperform that way okay if he underperforms
2: you know there's no so guarantee would you pay 20 million a year for matthew stafford if the result was a playoff berth next year or would you be content sticking with drew lock and going six and ten again i would rather go six and ten to be
1: absolutely truthful uh, because then you're not tying up resources you're not kicking the can down the road because because how many years does matthew stafford like realistically have i mean you're gonna you're you're not gonna get a long term so it's not a long-term solution you have patrick mahomes and herbert in the division you need to find the long term answer and fast, like, because uh, it's going to be a very long uh, 15 years if if we don't find someone soon. No one is scared of Matthew Stafford. Nobody. The playoffs, right. though. Playoffs. When was it in the first round of the playoffs to the Chiefs. But we're is there. that worth it? That's worse. Oh,
2: I don't know. I disagree.
0: Next oh, year wrong. we have Bradley Chubb. <laughs> Let's say we keep Von Miller, Bryce Callahan back, a defense that's not decimated. I think if we had had that this year with Drew Locke, we would have ended up better.
2: Well, we'd be more frustrated because we would have had a great team because that defense was good all year long despite the in- injuries. But Drew Locke was still going to lead the league in turnovers. That 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 wasn't going to these injuries weren't going to fix that, right? his decision making was the problem not the injuries there so what we'd end up with is maybe one or two more wins but i don't think they'd make the playoffs with drew lock playing like he did this year he needed an off season and he didn't get one and that's i think the biggest issue that's why giving him another year is probably the right front office move but anybody who's like seen enough of him and thinks that his ceiling is just shy of mitch trubisky 2020 they're not excited about another year so
1: are they not excited about another year of Drew Lock? Are they just not excited about another year of development? Everyone wants to win right away.
2: You know, I, I would love to
1: have 10 wins and, you know, uh, be storming into the playoffs, but, you know, injuries were what they were and COVID and then they made us play without a quarterback and then they made us play without a kicker. And, you know, I mean, that's fine. That's, it's just, it is what it is for this year. And let's just turn the page on this disaster and, you know, let, Locke have his off-season that he should have gotten this year. Year year was totally weird. I'm not going to say we owe it to him, but he needs an off-season
2: as the starter. Like, that's it. He hasn't had an off-season as the starter. I hate the word develop it because it's so (laughs) ambiguous because we don't know what is he developing into you know when you when you use the word develop i don't think with drew lock we're talking tom brady you know (laughs) people were talking about
1: josh allen the same way they're like he's a boss who sucks yes i understand the rushing touchdowns are are what they are and and all that but
2: um did you know josh allen has never had a red zone turnover in his career do remember that drew lock has quite a few red zone turnovers (laughs)
1: He does have a, quite a few redstone <laughs> turnovers.
2: Use the Josh Allen comp. Even when he was bad, he, he took care of the football when it mattered and found a way to score touchdowns with his legs. So yeah, I think Derek I'm... Carr is a good comp. I think if, if he developed into what Derek Carr was this year, I mean, the Broncos could be a pretty good contender if they have that defense that they had this year. You know, he's probably several years away from that. It took Derek Carr a long time to become... Well, and they're done with Derek Carr. They're... <laughs>
1: That's I think we've seen the last of Derek Carr in Oakland. Hmm. We could
2: they, get Derek Carr. Maybe we could. We could get Derek Carr. He and Von oh, Miller are good friends.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see another veteran quarterback on the team.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't either. Use those resources to, to 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 build out build out the rest of the team. I mean, it's
0: Use it's, those resources to keep Shelby Harris and to keep Justin Simmons and more defensive backs.
2: I'm pretty sure no. Shelby Harris leads the team in pass defenses.
0: He's got to be one of the leaders in the NFL. I mean, he gets like two a game.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's no reason not to ex- extend him.
1: Like, I, I, And I think it's a good sign that the, the Broncos flew him on the private jet uh, to be there for the birth of his son. That's the kind of thing you, you don't forget. And hopefully when it comes time
2: to talk business, if it's close, he'll go for it. Well, what I think they really shouldn't do is draft a quarterback in the first round. I think, the correct back would be cornerback. Yes. I want to see a corner drafted, one of the top corners in the first round. I think if the, if Elway goes that route, I will finally be on board with the people that say he's turned things around since 2018 with the draft. So you take a
1: quarterback in the first round, that completely destroys Drew Locke's hope and you know we know he's going to be the quarterback going in to the next season that's that is like the worst thing you could do if you're going to take him into the next season which we are so i yeah i agree you got to go corner maybe offensive line if if there's somebody there move around what part of
2: the offensive line are you not happy with
1: the injured part that's always <laughs> the one the one that lets the pass rusher uh come up uh drew lock's nose and make him fumble for a touchdown return I mean, we got Kush. We've got
2: Bulls. Dalton's good. Graham Glasgow. <laughs> Damar Dotson has been really solid.
0: That's... I would not be going offensive line in the first round. We need to be adding some young depth there because inevitably those guys get injured.
2: You'd roll corner and
0: I'd be I mean, all, day,
2: all day, every day. AJ Boyer did not look. Great last year or this year. Uh, Bryce Callahan did look great. So um, Ojemudia, I think he's he's good for us to roll with you know next year. But I feel like they need to draft top tier cornerback talent.
1: What about Devonte Bosby? He's a NFL quality uh, starter
2: who
0: got uh, benched.
1: Um... <laughs> yeah, he was off
0: game. I appreciate that from uh, Vic Fangio. I'm gonna bench you and I'm putting in a guy who we got off the practice squad a week ago and he got benched and then he begged the coach to give him another chance and so Fangio did and then he missed a tackle and Fangio's like, sorry. Dude. <laughs> that's that's not gonna cut it in the NFL. I'm not allowed
1: to suck at my job. You can't suck at yours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. Fangio's a badass, and I'm glad he's staying.
2: Even though you know the the wins aren't there, you can just imagine how bad it would be if they hadn't made that hire because that, that defense has kept this team in so many games.
0: And the team respects him a lot, you know, all of them, offense, defense. And in a year like this, when you're losing and you've had so many obstacles, you've got to feel confident about your coach and feel good about, you know, the, the people at the top.
1: On that note, let's all uh, pour out a little bit of the 40 for special teams coordinator Tom McMahon, who this time next week,
2: I I don't believe will be with the team. I will lose a little bit of respect for Fangio if if that doesn't happen.
1: (laughs) For (laughs) a second there, I thought you were like, no, no, that's fine.
2: A radio personality who will be unnamed on Twitter, who (laughs) in their defensive lock was talking about, you know... The defense doesn't get a pass. They gave up 30 points, you know, or 400 points this season, blah, blah, blah. You know, if you watch the games, the defense through three quarters in a lot of those games was in the teens and points. They were playing good football, but they were on the field for 40 minutes. That's the truth. Like, I should I should do a post on that. Like, how many points per quarter and time of possession? I think I can find that data. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I I, I absolutely. It, well, and then you subtract out also the the fumbles returned for touchdowns and the interceptions returned for touchdowns. The, yeah,
0: the defense actually gave up versus the offense
1: <laughs> or field goals. I mean, the, like, think about all the points that the offense had generated for 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 the for the for the opposing team. It's they, it's. Obscene. They gave up 400 plus points,
2: yet were still the number one red zone defense by far. 47% of their red zone trips scored touchdowns. No other team was even under 51% of the red zone drives. And they still gave up 400 points. That tells you that the opposing offenses had the ball a lot.
0: It'd be interesting to know how much more often we were in the red zone, too, because our defense was on the field a lot more. I'll bet their number of trips to the red zone or you know, having to be in the end in the red zone were far more than most teams and we were still coming away with fewest points allowed. The number of field goals we have forced versus touchdowns. <laughs> It's been remarkable.
2: Especially with all the injuries. I think only five or six starters remained on the roster. There was one game where I think only four original (laughs) starters were were on the defense for the game.
0: If you look at week 16, and we can say the same thing for week 17, I think. We're going to go from, so week 17, if you look back at who originally would have been on the roster, we don't have Vaughn, we don't have Bradley Chubb, we don't have Jarrell Casey, we don't have Mike Purcell. We don't have Bryce Callahan. Bouye. We don't have AJ Bouye. Right, so that's seven of our starters.
2: Backup corners were out too. Like I could
0: right, like we're not him. even on. We're not even on the third string. We're on the fifth and sixth string. But what's awesome is like the defensive line. Those guys have stepped up and edge rushers like Malik Reed has had a great year, I think. And Draymond Jones has stepped in and done really well.
2: Jeremy Atachu. Josie Jewell too. Like he like he's a master of getting in position where he needs to be.
0: He had two batted down balls on Sunday.
2: Fancio's got does a good defense. He's worth keeping. It's like we just a, need a quarterback that doesn't turn over the ball. <laughs>
1: So Twitter has been eating itself over over the Drew Lock drama. People staking their reputations on uh, Drew Lock is the best. And Drew Lock is the future, and Drew Lock is a bum. Drew Lock sucks. Very few are in the middle, which I, I find incredibly interesting. Uh, to the point where people are so committed that they are screenshotting people that are anti their position in blocking them. And, and e- e- like great Twitter follow- followers are blocking each other just because they disagree, uh, it's, it, the discourse has completely melted down.
0: I'm amazed at how many people are always so sure of how these quarterbacks are going to do. Like they two seasons or in Drew Locke's case, kind of one and a half. And they know exactly how he's going to develop. I find that absurd. They know exactly what Drew Locke can still learn and what he can't.
1: I forbid we should keep an open mind. Like yeah. what what if what if we don't know?
0: We are not in line for Trevor Lawrence. What we're going to do is decide for sure that this guy who has actually shown in his second year, which was really his first full year, that he was able to make some improvements on certain things and show that he could do a better job of looking off the safety and a better job of picking the right receiver. So we saw that actual development. We're going to decide that that's it. We know his ceiling and we want to burn it all down and start over with what?
1: Matt Stafford.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like the options aren't better to me, regardless of what you've decided. Our best option is Drew Locke. I'm not saying we know for sure that he will be a Josh Allen, or he will ever be able to compete with Herbert and Mahomes in terms of leading our team. But I don't think we know that for sure. He has shown improvement, so let's give him next year to show us he really can't or can.
2: So that's what I'm basically saying. By This time next year, we'll all agree on Drew Locke, but the he while he has improved in certain areas, especially being able to go to- through his progressions.
1: It's improving. You know, the trajectory is the trajectory and we'll find out next year well, what it is. But now we're going to shift gears to the other giant controversy that is rocking <laughs> Broncos country at the moment. Do, uh, you, this win Sunday, or do
0: you lose on Sunday? The, the,
1: <laughs> Sunday the Denver Broncos <laughs> play hated rival Los Angeles, uh, Oakland, Las Vegas, Raiders. Do you win? Do you lose? Right now, the Denver Broncos are sitting at the 10th pick. And if they lose to the Raiders, they could go as high as 7th, 6th, 5th.
2: They could get as low as 15th if everybody in front of them loses and they win. But more than likely, you're right. It's going to be somewhere between eight and thirteen, probably. Win or lose. Do we beat
1: the Raiders or do we? do we it fully embraced the tank in this final game against
2: our most hated division rival on monday i was all about the draft pick by tuesday i was all about beating those freaking raiders so (laughs) hanging on that train now
0: here's my take on this I i have a lot of takes i have a lot of opinions about this i can understand why fans look ahead and their passion for the team is you know is built on how we're doing and we're winning and so a better draft pick ultimately probably gives you a little bit of an edge going into the next year so and other people like me who hate talking about losing and being okay with losing that's what being a fan is all about you want your team to win especially against
1: their most hated rival and the off-season craziness of draft picks and all that stuff. I mean, that there's a time for that, and that's that's when the chips are have fallen where they fall, and and that's fine. I, I'm not going to openly root for my team to lose. Uh, right. I will. I will be. I will enjoy them beating the Raiders. But if we lose, I will enjoy the draft pick too. But I will be bummed because I will have to go the entire off-season talking to my brother-in-law about how they swept us, and that will
2: suck. And so you know. If you were 5 years old in 2003, then you don't really see the Raiders as much of a rival. They've they've had only 2-8-8 eight and eight seasons, 1-12 and 4 seasons, and the rest of the time they were under 500. So, right. If you were 5 in 2003, you don't give a damn about the Raiders rival. I think
0: if you did. It's win. true. And it is a big deal that it's the Raiders cuz you just hate to lose to And a division rival that has been a a long time rival.
2: And their fans suck. I hate them.
0: And their fans are the worst (laughs) fans, the (laughs) worst fans, but it's also about voicing this opinion of, I hope we lose is essentially saying to players, you know, I'd rather you not play hard enough to win. And how are you going to do that? How are you going to ask these guys who their livelihood their paycheck next year their place on the team next year depends a lot on how well they play their livelihood
1: after football like
0: i mean their whole lives yeah their whole goal is to win just for pride and i think that's i think it's important that they feel like they have fans who are supporting that
1: the emotion the joy the the fervor of fandom you know like right the, the great thing about mile high report is that we're all fans like and, and i am a fan first and foremost I, I i bleed the orange and blue and i want nothing more than to beat the raiders on sunday i really want to beat the raiders because i'm a fan and that is how i was raised this whole like oh well you know if they if we lose then we, we can a couple a couple draft picks and you know we could get That corner that we were talking about, but we're probably going to get the corner anyway. (laughs) You know, it doesn't matter.
0: That just assuming that we get to the number five draft pick means we get, we have a winning team next year. We had the number five pick a couple years ago and we got Bradley Chubb, and that didn't turn into any better of a, you know, of a a win loss record the following year. But he's been a very important piece. And so, like, it takes several years of that to rely on one draft pick to say one thing that one thing is the thing that's going to make us win next year is pretty presumptuous to do in December.
1: Yeah. Like the eighth pick as opposed to the sixth pick, you know, like, like it's, depending on who's, who's there, you know, if they're taking quarterbacks or offensive line or wide receivers, you know, our position needs are what they are. And we will compete with those teams that have those same position needs. And it doesn't, you know, those, those two or three draft positions, I mean, they may make a difference, but, They probably
2: won't there's really nothing on the line it's just it's it's a game that has to be played because there's 16 games in a season once this game is played the season's over because it's over we're eliminated if they beat the raiders great i'll be happy about that for a few days and you know i'll I'll have regrets about the win come april for for a day or two and if they lose on sunday i'll be sad that they lost the raiders but then i won't have any regrets and i'll be happy about the higher draft pick come april so (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's um, your middle of the road, right? That's no right? extreme here. Just
0: no point. We're all going to be mad for a couple of months after this game, and then we're going to be thirteen and yeah. three. In yeah. oh, April. We're not going <laughs> to
1: the playoffs. It's all over next week anyway, so it doesn't matter. And that is why we're not even going to do score predictions. We're not going to do what? that. We're going to do something different. Are you guys oh. ready? I don't know if you guys got some Bronco stuff, but I got some Bronco stuff.
0: <laughs> what did
1: you get? Did you get any cool Bronco stuff for Christmas?
2: I got a license plate cover. Nice. A new wow. one. Wow! My mom bought me uh, one in 1997 when they first changed their logo and I still have it on my cars. Now so is she it plastic said, or is it like chrome? It was plastic? plastic. It was chrome plastic, but it's definitely plastic <laughs> oh, now. Nice. It was nice. She got me a new one. She's all, I think you need a new one. It's been 23 <laughs> years. <laughs> what about you, Lori? Did you get anything?
0: I got a Broncos lava lamp Bluetooth speaker.
1: <laughs> Whoa, that is cool. What, I got orange, that from right. It's orange lava, I assume.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. it's this cool, like kind of round, you know, total 70s lava lamp style with the orange in the middle, and then it's got blue lights on the ends.
1: That's cool.
0: Yeah. That's
1: really cool i got my brother-in-law the raiders fan uh he got me a reproduction uh program from chargers versus uh broncos and it has like old school like graphics from like 1960 and so i was like super excited like i loved it
0: super cool that a raiders fan like researched kind of enough to like to look for something was even unique yeah
1: it was super cool and it's like because i love the history I, and i looked up the game and unfortunately the broncos lost uh, apparently they blew a late lead in 1960 it was to- also kind
0: of cool that it was you got it on christmas week and that was the week we played the chargers and it was and, the and Broncos was- chargers from then i mean it was cool and
2: we, and we also lost so there you go <laughs> <laughs> and Makes then you wonder if he researched whether or not they lost that game before he purchased it yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know if the holidays at your house are like the holidays here but um it's like you know lots of food and and, and beverages you know kind of watching TV being bored and um, I I have a confession and I didn't realize this at the time uh, I may have had too much uh, wine on Christmas Eve and went shopping uh, and uh, a couple days ago I was cleaning out my inbox and I'm like what's this eBay? Receipt here. What is this? And I, I open it up, and apparently, I am the proud owner of a old school D uh, Bud Light neon sign uh, that I <laughs> <laughs> that I impulse bought. I, I totally forgot that I I was like, yes, I absolutely want to spend one hundred and forty dollars on this, and and so now it's on its way, uh, and it's going to be awesome down here in in my in my office arcade. I was like, Merry Christmas, me! Like. I'm <laughs> This is it for uh, 2020.
0: Uh, yeah. There the you go, 2020, <laughs> right <laughs> there.
2: Hand gesture. Tim,
1: you have any hand gestures
2: for 2020? Nope, because 2021 might be worse. So I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> good good times. Hope for better times.
0: Goodbye. Always the fun. optimist.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw in my
1: Facebook memories. I'm like, 2016, you sucked. And I'm like, oh, you don't, no, don't even
0: know. <laughs> you <laughs> have no know. idea. Yeah. That's
1: it. That's it for something something Broncos. I am Jess Place with Tim Lynch and Lori Latimore Volkman. Happy New Year. And we can get through these next four quarters together. And uh, we'll celebrate the end of the football season and look forward to 2021 next time. <laughs> a correction on the reporting of the foul both teams were on the both up, both
0: fouls were on the kicking team yeah, yeah, yeah. i know we're doing the show before the show but is this really what we're going to be doing is just keep getting a, a cast off every two years
1: well Done we'll shit. get into that we'll get into that <laughs> Or should we just start and just and just get into it and just,
2: just I need a cup of coffee. Do it live. <laughs> I, well, I could go get a what? refill if
1: you want to go grab some. All right. Uh, when the kids were babies, I told them that um, when they sneeze or cough or whatever, and rather than saying excuse me, I told them that they say banana. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so they go at you, banana. Uh, and so then they went to preschool and they came home one day just like mad as hell. And they're like, You don't say banana after you sneeze you say excuse me and i'm like well i say banana <laughs> so. tim i hate to interrupt but there's something going on with your microphone i'm the luckiest man 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 alive alive, alive.
2: hello jess how are you 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 <laughs> <laughs> I that yesterday, oh, right? yeah i didn't read it uh <laughs>
1: You, so you can put like uh, KOA on there and listen to I K-O-A could, on your Bluetooth or I can, oh, no, the I can fan.
0: Say something something Broncos. No, it doesn't
1: work with the fan. It's so
2: weird how it doesn't work with the fan. It
0: doesn't work with them.
2: <laughs> so check this out. My oldest daughter got the wrong Broncos t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Boise State. Wow. Boise State. Okay. Well, you do live in Idaho, so I mean, that's I all mean, right. it's
2: an easy transition, you know, to root for them because okay. they're still the Broncos.
1: You've been listening to Something Something Broncos, a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori lennimore Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.